Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday, the 15th of November. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas, or insights in this podcast. All right, well, let's get the scores on the doors out of the way. First off this morning, and we did see the Dow Jones and other US indices sliding into the close, and we ended up with the Dow Jones down 211 points, 0.63%. 33,537. It had a low of 213 down and a high of 216 up. So uh, pretty much towards the end of that uh, session, hitting those lows. 211 down for the Dow. Did search for direction most of the day. Uh, I did a rally on the back of Lyle Brainard's talking about interest rates and the economy and maybe a pausing or at least uh, not quite such as... uh, aggressive rate hike cycle, but uh, wasn't enough to keep it going as it headed into the close. NASDAQ down 120 points, 1.06%, 11,203. And the S&P 500 moving a mere eight points, or 0.2 of a percent, 39.85. We have got SPY futures down 37 points, or 0.52%, 7,100. And 11 for SPY futures. We did have a minus 12 day yesterday, and it does look as if the index has done its dash, at least for the time being. And we are seeing a little bit of profit taking creeping in across the board. The VIX index, uh, the volatility index, did rise as well up 3.8%, 23.31. Over in Europe, uh, stock 600 was up 0.14%, nothing really. FTSE up 0.9%, Germany up 0.6%. France up 0.2 and Spain up 0.9 as well. Uh, Bitcoin and cryptos continue to fall. Uh, That was down 3.8% overnight. And the US dollar index was starting to push higher again, up uh, 0.35%. And US 10-year yields up to 3.872 after being on holidays, of course, on Friday for Veterans Day. So we are seeing those uh, US yields pushing slightly higher, the US dollar pushing higher, the US equity market slipping, and that is having implications across the board. But at least, I guess, in some respects, the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq are holding in a little bit, but uh, it, uh, the momentum is definitely slowing at the moment, and uh, maybe we've seen the big run, and we do need to consolidate. In commodities, uh, we did see a bit of consolidation as well. The Brent crude price down 3.5%, $3.33, WTI down 3.7% to $85.80, $3.29. Gold was modestly higher, $2.10. 1772. Copper down 1.4. Nickel down 0.6. Aluminium down 1.5. Zinc though up 2.8. Lead up 1.4. And tun up 1.4%. We did see iron ore better as well. 3.3% higher for the iron ore price. So that will help a little bit. But over in the US, let's run through some of the winners and the losers there in their main stocks. Apple was down 0.9. Meta was up 1.1, one of the few winners. Google down 0.7, Microsoft down 2.1, Amazon 
down 2.3%. Tesla down 2.6%. Tesla has a bit of an issue in China with a car that seemingly has got out of control and killed two people and some investigations into that. Netflix was up a countdown, 321, 3.21%, obviously basking in the glory of the opening of the crown. JP Morgan down 0.8, Citigroup down 2.2, Goldman down 0.6, Bank of America 1.6 down, Wells Fargo 1.1% down, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 1.7%. General Motors also having a nasty night last night, down 2.8, and Ford Uh, down nearly 2% there. Those commodity stocks, we did see that mixed picture in commodities generally with oil down, copper and nickel down, uh, but zinc, lead and tonne up and also iron ore. BHP was up 0.62% in ADR terms, so nothing much there and expect to see some profit taking, I would imagine, in BHP. They've had a pretty good run. Uh, Rio ADRs down 0.6% of a percent. And uh, resource stocks overseas, Freeport McMoran were down 0.3 of a percent. Alcoa was up 1.3. Tech down 2.7. Anglo down 1%. Glencore up 2%. Vale out 1.6. Arbomile in the lithium space was down 2.4%. So we might see a little bit of profit taking in some of those lithium stocks. They did have a pretty good day yesterday, that's for sure. So the US markets... Uh, They certainly were helped by the Federal Reserve Vice Chair Lyle Brainard, who indicated the central bank could soon slow the pace of its interest rate increases. We are getting a bit of noise from Fed heads. Uh, Brainard uh, was alluding to the fact that maybe we'll only get a 50 basis point rise next time out, which is pretty much what the market's going for anyway. So no real surprises there, uh, but it's nice to have it put into words by Ms. Brainard. We do get some numbers out this week from Walmart, Home Depot, Target, Lowe's and Macy's. And we do also get the producer price index report on Tuesday. Plus, of course, we get the much anticipated announcement from Donald Trump, supposedly on Tuesday, where he is, I suspect, going to announce that he will be running for the 2024 presidency, although he might have tempered that given the red wave failed to materialise and it was more like a red ripple than anything else, a raspberry ripple, perhaps. Amazon is planning to cut around 10,000 jobs. It's the largest ever headcount reduction at Amazon, and it braces for slower growth and a possible recession. We have been talking about this recession for so long. Morgan Stanley equity strategist Mike Wilson, who's one of those that gets it right some of the time, said investors will need to be more tactical and make choices with no regrets, no regrets over the year ahead. After a 12-month period, he said, when being stubbornly bearish paid off handsomely, we think we are now entering the final stages of the bear market where two-way risk must be respected. And the big news, of course, overnight was that Joe Biden met with his Chinese counterpart, President Xi Jinping, at the G20 in Bali and said there will not be a new Cold War, need not be a new Cold War, he said. Between the US and China, they had a three-hour summit meeting. Many observers thought that it was going to be a quick glass of sherry and a quick hello, bearing in mind that it was slated for so late in the day just before dinner, but it went for three hours. That does tell you something. And he also came out and said, I don't think there is any imminent attempt by China to invade Taiwan. I have here a piece of paper that guarantees peace in our time. And the US Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York 
I suspect that was made famous by Chuck in Billions. Uh, his examining the circumstances about the surrounding demise of FTX. And Rudy Giuliani will not face criminal charges in an investigation related to his efforts in Ukraine to help former President Donald Trump politically, federal prosecutors told a judge. Jeff Bezos has decided to give away most of his fortune. Elon Musk has decided the same thing, but he's doing it in a slightly different way, and he's buying Twitter. Um, but Jeff Bezos is going to be giving away most of his fortune before he dies. He did give Dolly Parton $100 million yesterday. And FTX, which has spectacularly imploded. Uh, there's 30,000 Australian investors, and I use the term loosely, who are looking to recoup losses and believe they will be able to, and believe they will be able to salvage something from the rubble. In other news, Germany has moved to nationalize a second major gas company in two months as Berlin seeks to secure supplies for the winter and contain the financial shock from Russia's squeeze on European energy. So far, the European winter has been mild and has been playing into the hands of the rest of Europe in terms of uh, those energy supplies. So hopefully that will continue. CBA, in local news today, CBA numbers are out this morning. This is the first quarter update. First quarter cash profit was up by 2% to $2.5 billion. Bad debts dropped even as interest rates started to rise. Home lending increased by $5.1 billion, which was slightly below the system average. That's important. Business lending rose by $1.6 billion or 12.6%, which was above the system average, which drives the net interest income at 16%. That was up 16%. The result comes in below expectations. Analysts were expecting a 6% core earnings growth compared to the second highest average. Also of a concern, I guess, is expenses rose 4.5% due to higher staff costs. In other news out this morning on our market, Northern Star has reported FY23 exploration program update, and uh, they're spending, uh, well, they spent $48 million to date. And uh, we're also seeing Intertech pivot out as well this morning. Uh, EBIT of $1.49 billion, ex- some of the extraordinary items. Uh, fact set and the market was going for around $1.44 billion, so that looks as if it's slightly better. Uh, revenue came in at $6.32 billion, forecast for $5.65 billion. Final dividend at $0.17 cents a share then. Uh, we also have in other news this morning, uh, let's just run through some of the other news. Uh, we have Newcrest Mining upgraded to overweight from neutral at JP Morgan. And JP Morgan also has started ALS coverage with an overweight recommendation up from neutral. Commonwealth Bank, and more on that, the SETI the CET1 ratio, SETI ratio, 11.1%, and loan impairment expenses of 222, three little ducks, million with collective provisions slightly higher. So um, the market will be pouring over those this morning. In other news, a small cap company, MSL Solutions, is about to be taken private by a private equity company, Pemba Capital, at 29.5 cents for a $120 million deal. And Dexus, DXS, is also doing a note capital note raise uh, for around $5 million. And Van Eck is backing the Origin bid. So that's interesting there. Now, question of the day today. 
after the big run we've had after the big reset in our index and also in US indices after that 7.7% inflation read kick-started and gave the AED the jolt of life into the market. Should we be banking some profits from the recent run? That's the question of the day. Should we be taking some money off the table after the recent run? It did hit 7,200 yesterday, which I have to say was a pretty big level. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day and may the trading gods be with you.